Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 178. We made it. And we uh, are recording this ahead of time, but it drops on July the 4th. So should we say happy July 4th to the folks? Because they're probably not even listening on the day it drops. I think you said the words happy July 4th, I? and okay. I just said those words okay. too, so that counts. Well, I'm not at work on July 4th. You know, the interesting thing be. that nobody really cares about. Oh, nobody. <laughs> but me. Okay. We're recording 4th of July on Juneteenth. Uh, oh, that is true. See see how... Our, you want to make a connection there? Uh, there is a connection. There is a connection. It's, uh, you know, the final place where the words were, uh, you know... All men are created equal, and Mm -hmm. they all can be free to... Mm -hmm. There there you go. So Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Happiness all became true. Took place on Juneteenth. For all men, and then eventually we We said... We had to get around around the women, too. We had to also get around the women, Eventually we get around and go, you know what? (laughs) They fought for it long enough. Let's include women. That's the thing about... (laughs) We're just just slowly letting everybody have freedom. But not all at once. Uh, Begrudgingly, every time. Letting go of it. Slowly... One the time. land of the free incrementally. <laughs> I like that. Except for the indigenous people. Oh, oh well, you got that too. We had to pour cold water on that yeah, discussion. That's there. right. Sawyer. But thanks for that. There you that's go. right. All right. So today uh, on the podcast, uh, we do have a question. But before we get to the question, we have other things that people have sent in to us. Our our uh, our self-described super fans. All right. That have sent stuff uh, over the you, past Keith few Spear. weeks. Yeah. I'm just naming one randomly. I don't know who sent it because they oh, did I was not say. Why their would name. you assume? Maybe, maybe he would find it an embarrassment to be a super fan. He you might. have just you now. Just you have now. Well, I know his handle, and he occasionally makes comments. So I know which one uh, he on Facebook, okay. on YouTube. I know okay. who Keith is. All right. And I know who Keith is in real life too. I do too. Good for you. We all do. <laughs> I do too. He's a great guy. He, awesome. He all right. So, like I said, I don't know where these came from. Whoever sent them in, they didn't want to own them, but that's okay. Uh, just know, you're probably gonna. We're probably gonna make fun of them. That's what we do. Potentially, that's what we do. We really like one, and I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings. There's a chance we could like one. Maybe I got one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I have five, and I'll go wow. one at a time. From the same person. Uh, four came in all at once, and then one came in by itself. Oh, that's all I can say. All right. All right. So, here's the first one. Perfectly imperfect. So it'd be the perfectly imperfect podcast. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cute. That's cute. Does that's it roll? What, what yeah, it does for? roll off the tongue. It does hit that. I, uh, I, you know, I would like more specificity into what we're even talking about, uh, but or what we're doing than just perfectly imperfect. You want something that says what this was about? Yeah, I would like it, it to be a little more descriptive of what the podcast is. Perfectly imperfect sounds like something that is two uh, millennial women sitting around drinking wine talking about. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. It's like, well, we don't well, get it perfect, but wow. we're it's, perfectly it's, imperfect. So it's actually three guys of all three generations sitting around drinking. F- Weird. Weird. I, yeah. yeah. I have a water today. Do you? I have a... a we both have LaCroix. LaCroix. La La I have beach plum. I have lime because they're people that don't enjoy lime. So mm. I drink it for them. Right. <laughs> so <Sawyer. laughs> I like lime. <laughs> I'm just saying they get left in the refrigerator okay. a long time, so I drink them right. to help out. I enjoy all things. All right, let's see what this this next one is. I feel like it's very 
dry and descriptive, maybe. I think that's so. It's more point. descriptive than the last. Perfectly one. imperfect. Yeah. Nathan has created a fake podcast with mm-hmm. that. Okay, that'll there be starting go. next week. Yeah. The second uh, name suggestion was teach, learn, change. Oh. It is very descriptive, it a little is. harder to roll off the tongue, Doesn't and roll. it does seem to change POV. <laughs> so, if we are the ones... Point, point of view, people, for people that don't like If we are the ones teaching... I know one person on this podcast that hates them. Mm-hmm. Hates what? Acrostics. Acrostics. No, oh, letters. gotcha. Okay, yeah. Him. He is the one who <laughs> hates the one that hates I, I don't know why he's speaking of himself that way. Teach, learn, change. It's changing perspective. I'm assuming, I'm, unless I'm teaching, or Jason's teaching, I'm learning, and Ed's changing. Or we're all flipping it around. It feels like it's someone is teaching, and I assume that's the three teachers on I the guess. podcast. Then it switches to an audience perspective of learning, and mm. then maybe a smaller handful of those choose to change. Maybe. I don't know. So maybe. I like it. It is more descriptive it of what's is. going on. The POV changing is a little confusing. How about perfectly imperfect teaching, learning, and changing? Wow. That's good. <laughs> we're definitely, we're yeah. definitely getting closer. I know that everyone that knows me knows that I try to keep everyone happy. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along. So I'm just trying to, whoever sent those, I'm trying okay. to help your idea. Here's the third one. You ready? Imperfect community. Okay. Also, good. I don't have any yeah. problems. I don't, I don't have any specific ones on that other no. than I don't know that it says much of what we're doing. No, it doesn't. And then the fin- the fourth one, not the final one, the fourth one is Christ-centered connection. Mm-hmm. That's CCC. Yeah, I think they were trying to go with CCC on that. Oh, okay. I, I think got they it. were. I don't know, I but I'm guessing. But. Not bad. A little harder to roll off the tongue on that one. But I do like the direction we're going in this, and I like the people are sending them. I do, too. And And I just want to say I really appreciate that and that you allow us to uh, tear them apart. The last one, though, I think is the cutest one we've had so far. Well, I like You haven't read it yet? No, it's cute. It's very cute. Okay. Right. Are you ready? I'm very ready. Like a a cute little puppy? or Maybe. But it's a cute little phrase. It's just a gif of a baby sleep. It's a cute (laughs) phrase. Here it is. The three P's in a pod. Um, I think they were. I will tell you this much: that is by far my favorite one. That's. Been I sent knew in. it was coming. I, I like that one because it like because it's because it's one. Mm-hmm. It it is descriptive. The three. I'm, I'm assuming, assuming three P's, P's three is pastors, 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 preachers, whatever you want to yeah. say. Yeah. We are. On a pod. Cast. And then wow. you've got, and then it's all tied did, together. Did you just now get that? I, I didn't think much after it because, you know, me and cute. I know it doesn't work so for you. So as soon as you said it, I was like, I'm not going to think anymore I will about say, that. I don't want to offend anybody. I, but I, I will say that one. that one's getting put on the future bracket. I'm okay. just saying, on the future bracket, that, and that one gets a good seating. That's, okay. like a, that's like a one through four right there. Ed's turning his nose up. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Three peas in a pod. I, not, I don't want to act time. like I have any influence on any of this because I probably don't. No. And I would just like to hear Jason say every week, welcome to the three peas in a pod yeah. podcast. He would love that. Yes. That, I, would, I, would, I would very much like that. I would just say that's a... Sawyer, what's your take on that? I would also like to hear Jason say that. I would like See? to hear all three of you start alternating. Who says three that. P's? What yeah. if we? What if we? No, that's so a change. Part. Welcome to the three P's in a pod. <laughs> wow. We went down the line, and each one now of us. Now we're cooking with gas, people. <laughs> Can saying. this get any cuter? I just I like it's so it. So cutesy. I'm feeling good about this. 
Hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Ed's, Ed's trying to veto this thing hard. I'm not vetoing it. I just know that when he gets, if I'm the last one or the first one, yeah. I've already stopped it. Mm. <laughs> okay. I like it. Or so, the one in the middle. I guess you could put me any one of those. I will say right now, three peas in a pod is uh, is the runner? yeah it's the it's, it's the, the one to beat right now, folks. So. It right. might actually be funnier and cuter if there is like a blank slot where Ed didn't say his. So like it's out of order and stuff like that. And we that just insert other. different things. In. Exactly. You this, maybe. this is the kind of stuff that makes funny subject lines on email. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just nobody got, knows. I just, nobody knows what you're talking about. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Sawyer knows. We're we're making fun of Sawyer right now. Okay. So uh, keep sending them in because, you know, yours might move up to the top of the list like three peas in a pod. And you might find it. We'll get to see it. That's right. And remember, Nathan likes cutesy titles. I do. I like cutesy and descriptive. And that one, that one's, that one's checking all the boxes. It's getting I, I say we just go with it. No, no I want to see what else. Oh, we're not ready yet. All right. You didn't think super fans would even send anything in. We don't know that there's but one person. We know there's one. That's person. all that matters. We've already done. Well, super fan. That's and all that matters. And they've been able to take up 15 minutes. Of I was about time. to say they have helped us program a whole right. episode. And our viewership is going. Mm. So should we get to the question? Is that what you mean? I guess. All right. We do have a question this week. That is correct. People are here for our expertise. <laughs> yes, they are. Teach. Learn. People aren't here to hear, to hear us make funny, funny jokes. Here's, They're here for our experts. You ready for the question? This is a unique one. I haven't had this one uh, come by our podcast feed yet. So this one's new. Here's the question. When it says, God said in the Bible, or, or when it says that God said something in the Bible... And it doesn't come from Jesus or a prophet. How did that writer know that? So here's what I'm assuming the questioner is asking. Anytime you're reading the scriptures, like for instance, in the book of Genesis, God said, let there be light, and there there was light. I guess the legitimate question is, that person obviously wasn't around to hear that. So what we know is there was no person around to hear Exactly. So how do we know? Or how did that person know who wrote that down that that was what God said? That's a very thoughtful question. Classically, you would say that came about by inspiration. Correct. Yes. Now, do we need to define inspiration? I'm sure. I feel like we do. Okay, sure. go for it. What I meant by when well, I said it is that God, God directed the person. Correct. God and yeah. God uh, gave the person that thought about what happened at creation of how it went down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, classically, Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just say, I'm not sure. I continue to think this. So this is now, I mean, I'm getting, I can just be as radical as I want to be because, you know, who knows? I I ain't got that much longer. (laughs) What are they going to do? Fire me? (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm retiring at some point. At some point. Uh, So anyway, Classically, you'd say Moses was inspired to write that. Exactly. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Moses. I didn't know where he was going with this. That, that when he a, started by. No one knows. I don't know what I think anymore. I'm going to be heretical here. And I'm like, where is well, he going with this? There are certainly people that when yes. you say you don't believe maybe Moses wrote sure. the book of Genesis, yeah. that uh, you're heretical. That's I'm true. not confident I believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I would agree on not confident. So, yeah. but I'm not confident of who wrote it. Yeah. 
So anyway, that it was inspiration means that the writer of the book was moved by God to write those words. That's right. And it doesn't mean mechanically mm. they were moved by God to do that kind of thing, that they're, again, the way I was taught was that the Bible is a work of uh, uh, divine and human creation, mm-hmm. that humans are working with God to create the, the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, that's not what everybody means by that. No. There are people that believe in what's called sort of mechanical inspiration. Mm-hmm. That, and some people think this is the way it happened, you know, that God inspired and my hand starts moving and I start writing mm-hmm. and it all comes out and I go, wow, look at that. Right. Yeah, yeah for me, that that's a, that, I have a problem with that view because there's so many things in Scripture that I think would challenge that view. Me too. So... Uh, for me, I couldn't hold to that one. No, because the God who is revealed and what is inspired to me, mm-hmm. that God is a cooperative God. He's yeah. constantly wanting to cooperate with human beings, mm-hmm. even in the beginning. I mean, it's mm-hmm. He creates the garden, and then it. You know, one of the things that is revealed is He gave man the right to name the animals and said, and whatever the man said, that's yeah. what they were called. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. God could have. I mean, God certainly could have named them all and just said, that's that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yep. And it would have probably been better than Duck Bill Platypus. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I always go back when I think about this question, is I always go back to there are some things um, written in Scripture that cause us to wonder, did God really say that? Because, and, and it goes back to what we've talked about in this podcast before is when people ask questions about the Bible, we often will say, you know, interpret through the lens of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think, and I've mentioned this author before, Greg Boyd has written a book recently about uh, the ins- inspiration of the Bible and how he sort of sees that. Um, That's I, imperfect perfection or perfect? Uh, inspired imperfection. Inspired imperfection. Inspired imperfection. And he, the, the way he takes it from is there are things in the Bible that are Im- imperfect in the sense that um, there are some things that seem to endorse sinful things, and there are some things that endorse violent acts and then get attributed to God. And the way he talks about that is it may not necessarily be something that God directly said, but that someone who decided on their own that this was something God would have endorsed, and right. then they're, they're, therefore they put the tag of God on it. And so what... And, of course, the way he resolves all of that is to say, filter everything, like we say, through the lens of Jesus. Does it, it, does it, does it fit the picture of God revealed in Jesus? If not, then you may have one of those instances on your hands. Mm. Um, so for me, I tend to land on that side of it. Of it for inspiration. Yes. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, Yeah. That's all I can say about that. Yeah. And I'm guessing, I was trying to sit here and think while, uh, when the question was first asked, I can't think of one of these in the New Testament. Hmm. You know, where it says, True. I I think these mostly, but maybe the person will write back and tell us Mm -hmm. where God said something, but there's not a person there to note it. Hmm. Yeah. Unless you're counting the the instances in the Gospels where, um, you know, like the Transfiguration, where God speaks and 
But, but Peter, James, Peter James and John are there. Yeah. Well, but then there's that time where it says everyone heard it like thunder. But even that, mm -hmm. Jesus would have heard it. Maybe Jesus translated mm -hmm. it to everyone yeah. else. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know. Well, it says some of them heard it like thunder. Mm. True. Yeah, I, I don't know. This part doesn't... Uh, it doesn't bother me as much, I guess, as it probably does other people. I do believe that the Bible is inspired. I believe it's inspired yes. by God. Yeah, I believe absolutely. God is at work in what it is. Um, I And I also agree to filter everything through Jesus. Um, and so I, I don't know. the Any of those in, in particular instances, um, it either means I, I understand... Uh, I understand this situation incorrectly, right? And so mm -hmm. you gave like one one possible explanation of what it is, right? That it, you know, that it was these things were attributed to God, but it wasn't really what God meant. So that's one that might be one way that I'm misunderstanding it. Yeah. It may be that I misunderstand something about Jesus because there's yeah. a lot I currently that's misunderstand right. about Jesus. So even filtering things through the lens of Jesus, there may be baggage I am attributing to Jesus that is not true of Jesus. Mm, true. There may be things that I look at in in all throughout and say, well, I can't believe in a Jesus who would mm -hmm. this. Well, you just may not be believing fully in Jesus. I do believe Jesus is the perfect representation of what God is like. So when I see Jesus, I see what God is like. I do not believe that my interpretation of what I see of Jesus is perfectly what Jesus is right. and what God is. That's so right. it's possible that all of these things, what I believe is, I believe Jesus seemed to believe that the scriptures were inspired, that they For revealed sure. something about the nature of God that was important, all including all the Old Testament things. And so... I tend to just follow, and when I have questions, not let them derail me from what I know to be true about Jesus. There are things I wrestle with. There are things I look at and go, hmm, I'm not sure. Um, but what I see to be true and what I've experienced in my life and what I see to be true in the lives of other people who follow Jesus, um, help me figure that out. So I agree. I, You know, when, Pete, when you talk about whether Moses wrote the first five books of the the New Testament, I mean the Old Testament or not, you know, I don't know fully what no. I, I can see. The, I've seen people say that it was written during the Babylonian exile, and I've seen other people, and I go, hmm, that's all of that's very interesting. I can see the arguments for both sides of it. Yeah, and me go, too. Okay, maybe, yeah, I can see all of that being true. I've seen people who that I very much respect who think that most of the Old Testament and lots of the New Testament is more even written by a community of people, that there are editors that are taking these stories, and because the Bible is a communal text— they're taking the same stories and they're figuring out, let's figure out how this interprets to what we're doing now. All of that could be true. But what I know to be true is I have experienced, I've seen, I trust based on the information we've talked about in other podcasts, the, re the reliability of the New Testament scriptures and what history seems to say about the early church and its movement, that Jesus is the risen son of God. That's where my confidence is. And so when, you know, and I'm not saying anything about the person who's asking the question, yeah. but when I see something, I don't tend to get hung up a bunch on, well, how do they know that's what mm -hmm. God said or how do they do that? I think, I think the question's reasonable. It's, uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I'll be honest, it's not what I've ever heard before. I've never had anybody ask me this, but it's a reasonable question. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, who, who knew this? How did it come about? Mm -hmm. Uh, all of those kind of things. That that's all completely reasonable. I think we've said before about the scripture 
You know, a thing can be inspired and be true and not be historical. That's true. You can have you can have a thing that is told to convey sacred truth, it be inspired by God, but what it is describing does not necessarily have to be historical event. Sure. Parable of the Good Samaritan. We have yeah. no evidence. Maybe or that's a real story La- Jesus Lazar- is telling. Lazarus and the rich man. Right. Or yes. Jonah. Or Jonah. Or yeah, those. But I mean, or we jo- know. Or Job. Or yes. Job. You know, the, all of yes. those are, are still not, no, in, there are in people, a lot of scholars' mind, not all, 100% sure. That's exactly right. Yeah. They, they, they are conveying sacred truth. Mm-hmm. Jesus used them as sacred truth. Yes. But... Use, I mean, we all in in messages use things that are not necessarily truth, but we use them to convey truth. Sure. You know what I'm sure. saying? Mm-hmm. We use quotes from people. We use mm-hmm. stories. We use movie clips. We use things to convey to our audience things that are true to move them toward the life that God would have them to be. The thing themselves is conveying a truth, but it may not be itself historically true. Mm-hmm. In every single in, detail. In, in every single detail. Yeah. And people, I think people get really hung up on uh, when they say, is, is it true? What they mean is, did it happen exactly the way that that is described? Now, I will say about the New Testament, there's, you know, and particularly the life of Jesus, I, I, I believe it's historically true, mm-hmm. yeah. factually true. Mm-hmm. And so do most... There's really not an open debate among any respected scholars. There was when I was younger of, was there even a person named Jesus that was really alive? That was such a fringe thing. And, and But even the most, I mean, one of the biggest atheistic scholars, and I can't think of it, Bart uh, Ehrman. Bart Ehrman. Mm-hmm. He, he, I mean, he's still an atheist, and he clearly says, oh, there's definitely a person named Jesus that was alive at the period of time that they... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, said it all took place. There really isn't much debate about was there that kind of thing take place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I think about those kind of things. It's that's crystal clear. Your faith is based on that. Mm-hmm. But so, it's an ancient document, and it requires a lot of study. And the question you ask, I think, is really valid. Mm-hmm. And as you can tell, we don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't get so super hung up on it. Yeah, it's not you know, but but like you said, definitely something to consider, think yeah. about, but not something that should derail you. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are a few of those in 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 my opinion anyway. So, sure. Right. That's yeah. right. So, all right. So um, I want to say this before we wrap up. Um, we are we are still waiting on some questions to come in before our next podcast. Uh, we're, maybe we're finished. I, maybe. Hmm. So if you've had something you're just dying to hear about or you're wondering about and you haven't typed it into the form, go to the description right now, click the link, let us know. So you might be on the very next podcast. There you go. You'll We'll see next time because I'm at the end of my list. And for those of you who, like I said, want to continue finding cutesy titles for Nathan to enjoy, yeah. send them in. So I love that. Three... What? what was the name of this one we liked this time? The Three Peas, three peas in a Pie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't like it. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, gro- it's, it's growing on It's me. growing on it. I completely remember it. Maybe when we come back, it will have fully grown on it. We'll see. Well, like, like We don't a, know. Like a pea grows in a pod? Maybe. No. Okay. <laughs> see y'all next week. <laughs>